I'm sleepy as fuck today. I'm yawning and shit. Need to wake up, Chris. Yeah, well, wake yourself up, Dustin. We got a podcast to record, and hopefully, we're waking up the listeners here too. It's uh, it's another edition of Guns and Radio. Ladies That's and right. And wake y'all ass up. We got a good yeah. song today. We have a very good song, probably one of the better like GNR songs, you know, quote unquote. That was you know new in 2018, oh, yeah. whatever it was. Um, one infamous, infamously, sorry, infamously, yeah, I can't even say it now, fuck, infamously used to promote a $3,000 box set. Um, <laughs> that's now down yeah. to two ninety nine. Yeah, literally, you can literally buy for a, a cheap plane ticket or just buy this box set of random collectibles. <laughs> yeah, you're we one of the guns and roses, Fike, sure. We should, we should, la- we should release our podcast as a box set. We should. We should do it like Wu-Tang Clan style and only make one copy of it and sell it for like $6 million. And it cannot be released for like 100 years until it becomes public domain. <laughs> yeah. Tell I'm, I'm done with that. How many of y'all it. would buy it? Anybody going to bid on the Guns and Radio box set? Yeah, we're going to make it a box, but it's going to be an NFT. No, so. it's going to be. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a box. It's going to come in a cardboard box. Probably like a pizza box. <laughs> have leftovers. There's like twenty hard drives of stuff. Uh, Fuck a, that! We're burning CDs. A, li- a link to a link to the NF- Guns and Radio NFTs that never came out. <laughs> how many how many hours of sound can you fit on a CD? Not much. I think it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's like one episode for us. I was gonna say, look, look what happened to Guns and Roses. They tried to fit more than like an, an hour and twenty minutes on a CD. Not to cut a track from China because of it. A track that still hadn't come out yet. Yeah, that is very true. Give if us a fucking out of the shrug, pussies. Let's go. I mean, they got to save something for later releases to keep us happy. Yeah, exactly. They got to sell another EP with more shitty live renditions. Atlas Shrugged wasn't that good. No way. I don't know what the fuck we're playing like that was a goddamn masterpiece for. I think it was a pretty damn good song. But then again... Anything's good because we don't get much here with this band. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, we got Shadow of Your Love though, and we're goddamn happy about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host. Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Hey guys, Dustin Bones. Now listen, we all got to grow up sometime. Part of being grown is you got to have a good credit score. And I think I've found a way that I can help you maintain that. Now hear me out. And hear me out on this. It's called the Capital One Platinum MasterCard. Now, I use this myself for all of my online purchases. When you're shopping online, you if you're putting in your debit card information, you're giving the internet, the whole world access to your bank account. Don't do that. That is not safe. If your information gets stolen, God, guess what? I got some bad news. Your bank's not going to give you that money back. That's why you need to use a a credit card when purchasing item anything online 
it's a whole lot safer. Plus, you build your credit score by buying the things that you were going to buy anyway. And here's why I recommend the Capital One Platinum MasterCard, because there's no annual fee and you don't need perfect credit. You only need fair credit. Now, what's that mean? Well, there's a lot of things. So listen, maybe you've had your own credit card in the past. Maybe you're new to the United States. Maybe you're somebody, you're a signee or something on somebody else's credit card. Maybe you, you got student loans. Guess what? Those go toward your credit score. Hey, and listen, even if you're rebuilding your credit, look, nobody's perfect. In the past, maybe you've defaulted on a loan. Maybe you've even recently been declined for a card and you think, well, there's no way I can get it. Trust me. It doesn't hurt to try because it's risk-free. The, the, the Capital One uses a no-impact credit score system that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have any risk to just try it. So follow the link in the description. See if you pre-qualify and get the Capital One Platinum MasterCard today. Almost completely sober. Ooh, oh, hey, we're on. What's up? So, number 165, Luke Guns Radio Podcast. 165, dude. Holy shit. 165 episodes. <clears throat> Who would have known? 165. I'm glad Shadow of Your Love got a number that ended in five. Yeah, it ended in even. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, For where, you OCD where? people who are about that, so I don't know. We'll be we'll be at number two hundred in no time. About what another year? I'd say so. If we do this every week, no no skips, another we could get there by the end of the year, beginning of next year, I think. Oh man. Well, I guess it's right. time to start planning our episode two hundred extravaganza. Yeah, that that'll be an interesting one. But but I was also gonna say it could come earlier if uh, if y'all start hitting those bonus show goals. You know, we're getting even closer to episode 200 because you get two episodes in a week. So that's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. So tell your friends about us. Get them to follow us on our various social medias and download our podcasts. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, last sort of bonus show uh, extravaganzas we had there. We did two uh, last week. We did like we did like two or three episodes in a row, just live on a whim. Yeah, then, well, we uh, did two episodes back to back, back to back live, which was which was a hell of a time to do. We did a live stream on Wednesday to make it up for us missing Monday. Yeah. Which we didn't really miss because we dropped in a best of, which was yeah. uh, a Velvet, the Velvet Revolver collection. Volume one. Which, that's an enjoyable thing. Yeah, man. It, enjoy us going back, reviewing old songs. Helps me fill up like the, the collections. Uh, helps me fill up that big fucking Google Sheets database I have there. So. <laughs> Yeah, I knew that was going to be a lot of work. Yeah, it's forever a work in progress. It's easier now because I pull it up as you review the songs. At the end of the show, you just hear me go, boom, five out of five. <laughs> That's it. And I'm literally inputting it as there. So spoiler alert, I'll end up sharing that. You can probably <laughs> see those. If if you do want to help us edit it out, please feel free. Hit us up on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Say, listen, send me the link. I will you know, add in the ratings for you guys because... <laughs> It's just pretty much me doing it right now. So if you guys want to help us out, go through the archives and get our ratings and stuff in there. Um, definitely give us a shout. Let us know. Yeah, ever since my computer took a crap, my role here has dwindled. <laughs> I mean, 
Fuck, I do less here than Axel does. <laughs> That's pretty tough to beat, honestly. I mean, I'm show I show up sometimes, and I feel like sometimes you're lucky to get that. I'm lucky to even be here. He, he's actually slightly stepped up from being a recluse to you know slip, biking and walking here and there, leaving the house, oh. so and not getting paid for it, you know, or something. I feel like he always left left the house. He just don't go where. Yeah, he must be like good with like going like incognito. I mean, that's what the hats come for in good use. Well, you can tell when he knew he was being photographed and when he wouldn't. That is true. That is yeah. Because who dresses like that with the hats and the coats and the scarfs and the and the shit anyway? Um, Pimps do, bro. (laughs) And then you see the pictures Betta takes of him, and he's in shorts. He, he he wears like dad shorts. With He's had like a truck stop with like long white socks and flops. Yeah, he socks looks like and sandals. Every Italian grandfather. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's funny. What else is going on in the news? Oh, we want to give a big congratulations to uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Now I'll tell you who who I wouldn't want to be right now. Yeah, <laughs> one of these fucking women like Amber Heard, their day has come to an end. It's so nice to see some chick not get away with shit just because she's hot anymore. That's so nice. It's refreshing. Justice has been served, man. Hot chicks have been getting away with too much for too fucking long. Listen, her her case already lost when when the audio recording was played of her like saying, Yeah, I'm not whatever I'm not punching you, I'm hitting you, basically admitting it in an audio recording. Yeah. And say that's try what... telling, you know, the media, oh, a man's being abused. Like that just showed your true colors right there. That's when she lost to me, but I'll tell you when she lost the jury. When she fucked up and brought up Kate Moss. Yeah, that too. I that was a... Uh... That definitely, because she basically was like, yeah, Johnny Depp didn't do nothing. I mean, just, and and like, then you look at Johnny's lawyers. As soon as she brought up Kate Moss, you look, you see the Johnny's lawyers, they're like, yes! Yeah, oh, bro. That's why, dude, Johnny Depp was in, in dude, they're, the jury was deliberating, whatever. He's in the UK fucking jamming with Jeff Beck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bro, he's like, I already won this shit. I don't give a fuck. He knew. Bro, he, he, was knew. Literally, he literally showed up via Zoom for this fucking, for the... I don't know, dude. I was on pins and needles today. I was kind of listening at it yesterday, uh, seeing what happened then today. Whenever they announced they had a verdict, I turned it on while I was at work and was listening to it. And then they came in at three, and then the judge was like, well, you didn't fill out anything in the damages. Yeah, they, the jury fucked up, so they had to go back. So I was like, what the fuck? Damn it, jury. Damn it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Like we got 15... the clip for this. Hey. You're Johnny Depp Amber Jury. Get your shit together. See? That's it's right. relevant. That <laughs> was. Yeah. There you go. They and didn't the... get their shit together, and we had to wait another 30 minutes for, for the verdict. And then they were all like, uh, we got a message to tell Amber Heard. Look, bitch. Shit ain't gonna <laughs> fly no more. Yeah, and this is also what Johnny Depp said. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fucking. Oh my god! They're celebrating. I don't know, man. I think Camille might have got a little too happy there in the. <laughs> oh man, Bro, dude. The best is I already saw like the petition to remove Amber Heard from the next Aquaman movie is like an all time high. But there's replace another her. one to re- to replace her with fucking Johnny Depp's lawyer, <laughs> Camille Vasquez. I was yeah. just about to say, I saw it. 
pull Amber Heard out of Aquaman and replace her with Camille. Matt. Camille, Matt. <laughs> I told I somebody died. at work. I told somebody at work the other day. I can't be the only guy in the world that's just falling in love with this woman. Watching this trial, be like, "Yeah, boo, I got your back." Watch this. I'd love to have this woman over here talking to one of my ex-girlfriends. That'd be nice. And then somebody was like, "Yeah, but just think, every time you guys get in a fight, this is what you're gonna have to deal with." Yeah. She's grilling you about not doing the dishes. Uh, you said you would mow the lawn last weekend, did you not? Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and the mowed the lawn wasn't mowed this this morning, was it? So, what is your defense? <laughs> oh god it's one of those <laughs> oh man i didn't think nothing of it until i got to watching her fucking grill amber heard and then i was and she was like hmm that's convenient and i was like oh bitch you saying everything we thinking <laughs> she wasn't oh, yeah, showing no motherfucking mercy do what no, i mean when when you when you know the truth is there and you know why do you gotta bother, Blake? Yeah. Yeah, man. The truth is out. The truth, truth prevailed. I mean, I think people are a little extra on Twitter going hashtag Amber Heard for prison. I mean, like, uh, listen. Wow. Her, her career is ruined anyways. Don't even send her to prison, please. I, uh, nah. Because then we'll just have to feed her. Exactly. Then it's coming out of your taxpayers' money anyways. Why do you want, why do you want that? I can tar and feather the bitch like we used to in the old day. I'd watch that. That'd be pretty funny. That's why they invented the death penalty. Tar and, fe- tar and feathers are cheap. Feathers are off the chicken plant anyway. We'll just collect them. And, uh, yeah, the tar feather. I'm, I'm guessing that's a southern thing. I have no idea. <laughs> You've never heard of tar and feathering somebody? What the? What in the 1876 is this shit? Have you ever heard of somebody being carried out on a pole? What do you mean? Like they're tied to a pole? Oh man. Okay. So it's like, it don't really hurt them or anything. I don't think, mm-hmm. but like back in the day when, uh, somebody was like a real piece of shit, mm-hmm. like they, they, they'd carry them out and they, 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 men would come up, come in and they'd have like a log mm-hmm. or a pole or something. I think it's called carrying them out on a pole. And, uh, they'd pick up the, the disgraced man that's being removed from our town they put mm-hmm. him on the pole and they'd hold him there until he got out of town. Then they'd throw him on the ground and I don't know if they'd beat his ass or what, but, uh, tar and feathering, uh, is something they used to do to whores back in the day. Uh, which basically, uh, they, they dump melted tar on you mm-hmm. and then they dump feathers on you. And that's really it. I mean, it don't do, it don't really do anything. It's just back in the 1800s when you're trying to bathe and there wasn't a lot of running water and all your baths are cold anyway, it was a bitch to get off. Yeah. I don't think it ever really did anything. Interesting. I learned something new today. Hashtag TAL Reddit. What's up? (laughs) Ah, yeah, look it up, man. There's old shit like that that's interesting. I mean, it's worth looking up. I and mean, I could be telling it wrong, too. I ain't no fucking history expert shit. I'm sitting over here in the middle of one beer, just finished pina colada. 
<laughs> you're you're fucking mixing and matching over here. Jeez. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we got to celebrate today. I've been drunk on the show too much lately, though. This will be the last. Yeah, you've time. been down in those mega pints, bro. You take it easy there, man. Bruh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, now, last week was uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, when yeah. we did the live stream. Sunday. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, that's right. Sunday. Time, okay, now that wasn't my yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, you were. That wasn't my fault. See, I told Cynthia when 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 she came over that morning. I said, I got a podcast today. I said, I got a podcast to do, and this is important. <laughs> and she was like, well, I'm going to make sure you get to your podcast on time. And I was like, good. And she was like, but first, let's go do mimosas and bottomless mimosas. So I went, okay. But just one. One bottomless mimosa, and that's it. Well, she made me have two. Yeah, one turns and... into, like, multiple. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm telling the story. <laughs> so then I had to drink two bottomless mimosas. Have you ever tried to drink one bottomless mimosa? Uh, I, I've attempted to. <laughs> you know what happens? It, it, it's bottomless. You already spoiled the joke. <laughs> well, there it is. Yeah. What's the point of having two? Yeah. One, one never ends. <laughs> yeah. So anyway... And then I came home, and all I wanted to do was just have a little something to take the edge off before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I had just a little bit of weed, and I mean, just just like a little bit of weed. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody snuck over to my bong and packed the whole thing full, and and so then I was like, well, now I'm too damn high, so... I had a couple of beers to try to take the edge off again <laughs> and try to find back in my happy middle. <laughs> then I ran out of time and we had to do the podcast. Oh my God. So yeah, that, that whole, that whole live stream two episodes ago, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of just a blur. I mean, it also blurred into the episode the day after as well. So let me tell you what happened to me from my perspective. We were, I, I started coming down about halfway through the pre-taped episode. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm losing my buzz. And now Franz is here. <laughs> yeah. There's like six people. <laughs> and we were talking about tampons or something. And then Franz is like, I thought I was here to listen to a Duff song. And I was like, yeah, this yeah, can't no, be that funny. We were, we were doing Am I the Asshole in the last episode. <laughs> I remember that. Okay, I remember it now. That's funny. That's a good show. So thank you, yeah. Franz, for being here. Thank you, Bailey, for coming back. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jeff, for coming back. And uh, who else was here? I feel like I'm missing Thank somebody. you, Rick, for joining us on the live show. Now. Oh, Rick. That's right. Rick was here. Yeah. And, of course, thank you, Chris Caputo. Yeah, and thank you, Dustin Bones, for yeah. for, for for keeping composure with with all your fucking <laughs> with all your drug intake here. I, I think we need to uh, start doing like weekly drug tests over here. Uh well, then I got some bad fucking news. You're gonna be down <laughs> co-host. We st- <laughs> listen. You're only getting small fines from marijuana. That's it. It's like the WWE wellness policy. 
<laughs> I didn't think they they hadn't punished nobody for weed in a long time. Yeah, they just fine you for weed. That's it. So guys, so like some of the guys would just set aside like a few grand. And be like here you go, here uh, like here's all my a, fines no, for the year. It, I always heard it was like a twenty dollar fine. I heard it was like two hundred to a thousand or something. I will fuck to those guys. Actually, I don't know. Here's the thing: WWE guys ain't got as much money as everybody thinks they do. Because uh, the thing is, they're paying for their hotels and mm-hmm. their gas, especially gas yeah. right now. Could you imagine? There's got to be something in the contract. Unless you're like a main eventer and you're like a bus. But yeah, WWE guys, they, they do their own hotels, their own travel. I'm sure there's a few guys that have alternative contracts. Oh, yeah, for sure, you know. Top guys making top money over here. Yeah. Uh, like CM Punk. I saw where they rehashed that old classic this week on AEW. Give him a few months, and but we'll see what happens. I was watching. Uh, I saw a meme. We won't talk too much wrestling, but I saw a meme and it showed CM Punk. And it was like, Ring of Honor, the only man to ever hold the Ring of Honor, the WWE, and the AEW championship. And I was like, bitch. Well, no shit. AEW's only around for three years. You forget ECW. Yeah, that too. <laughs> he also <laughs> held the world heavyweight title. Uh, Fuck you. Big gold. And then nerds want to get out, get into it with me. Nerds want to get into it with me about about the ECW title. Who like apparently that reign is disputed. No, motherfucker. Who you cares? look up the history of the ECW championship. It may have been under WWE's rule, but it's still technically ECW. As someone who's an ECW fan, sure. I Listen, man, I can't that. help it if his ECW was better than that bingo hall bullshit. Eh, pros and cons to it. <laughs> Later on, it's it was more they of a had, con, but... I, I don't know, man. I, w- I would take any random episode of ECW on sci-fi over any random episode of ECW on TNN. Yeah, the TNN stuff was mid, but like some of some of the stuff like when they was like on syndicated or like Oh dude, morning. some of that shit is garbage. We should, we, we got a whole other podcast. Yeah. We yeah, they said played November Rain and then got away with it on those shows. Why would they be playing November Rain? They would do like montages and shit to November Rain. It was like they would use any licensed song. They gave away like murder at that point. Well yeah, it was the nineties. That's why you had Rob Van Dam walking out to Pantera. Uh, he did come out. Uh, came out to walk. That was his entrance music in ECW. Oh, that explains. Okay, that explains why his WWE theme sounded so similar. Yeah, I mean, what of a kind. Yeah, Sandman had Enter Sandman. Tommy Dreamer had Man in the Box, Palace and Chains. They, everyone had like some sort of licensed music. Huh. What Shane Douglas have? Oh fuck, I don't remember. I don't know. I got that or something. <laughs> 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 Fuck Shane Douglas. <laughs> oh, come on. I love Shane Douglas, dude. That was the only good thing that came out of old ECW. Uh, he was only famous because he was booked good in ECW. That was it. Or else, what else did he do? Fucking Shkabola. Tried his own ECW rehash promotion. Failed miserably. Oh, Shane Douglas is the only good thing that came out dude, of that shit. He got kicked out of a raw to try to promote his own wrestling show in five seconds. Nerd. WWE WWE came up and picked up the scraps of anything good. WWE picking people like the Dudley Boys is the equivalent of when you're a little kid and the pizza tastes like shit, but you pick off the pepperoni anyway. 
<laughs> that was the Dudley Boys. That pepperoni was the Dudley Boys, Raven, uh, Shane Douglas. Um, yeah, that's about it. Maybe RVD. I would say RVD. Maybe. Come on. Everyone's copying his shit 20 years later. Okay, look. I, I mean, I'll give it to him that he got yams. He's a I fucking mean, innovator. And now he's got two he, wives. Good for him. He, he's just AJ Styles, but with yams. Uh, I think he's much better than AJ Styles. It's I mean, AJ, AJ Styles probably only has the only advantage because now he can actually cut a good promo. It's a, it's ghetto booty AJ Styles. That's what it is. If AJ ghetto. Styles could twerk, that's Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Dude. I'm serious. You take RVD ass and you put it on a woman, and that's a nice looking ass. Yeah, look at the look at the, the chicks <laughs> he's married to. <laughs> Bro, RVD's living his fucking best life. I see this shit on Instagram. He's with like his like two his I guess one's his wife, one's his girlfriend, uh, other yeah. wife, whatever. He's like I'm with her, and then I'm with the other ones. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good way. Bro, to live. this guy's just having like bare threesomes every night in his hot tub. I do remember. Uh, uh, back in 2001, I, I, I was trying to get everybody on the, uh, who's the wrestler with the nice ass, not Billy Gunn. <laughs> he was the one Billy Gunn by then. I'm, I'm serious though. You cannot, I am not the only straight man in the world that ever watched an RVD match and noticed that he got a big ass. I noticed his attire and his moves more, but you're, you're looking at other shit. Do I need to pull up RVD's ass? No, please don't. They don't pull up RVD's ass. We done built it up. Too much. RVD oh, ass. Let's see what comes up. It's probably okay, here's one off of Reddit. I can't be the only one that thinks RVD has a nice ass. Yeah, it's probably a chick. There we go. Okay, hang on. I'm going to share my screen for a second. We're going we're gonna to show you what oh, I'm talking about. And look, even Big Show about to give it a spat in this picture I'm about to show you. The Big Show? All right, here we go. Now, you tell me we'd be having this argument if this was a woman. Yeah, that was we later wouldn't. on in his career. That was like the, this, the second or third return he had. Okay, well, here, let's look at this one. Let's look at this one. They they, they ain't hard to find pictures of RVD's ass. There you go. <laughs> Motherfucker got yams. <laughs> yeah, okay, easy there. He, he's was he inspiring you. half half the chicks in NXT 2.0 with that ass now. Oh, what's this? <laughs> I don't know. Brock Brock Lesnar giving something. <laughs> Look like he shit his sale. Oh my god! Yeah, if he I was thinking five, that probably shit myself. Oh, look at this one. Here you go. Here's a good picture. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good scooper. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze, squeeze. There you go. Oh, okay, we'll take it back. We'll go old school ECW. There you go. That was from like two years ago. I told you. Is that not ECW? Well, it's it's an ECW rehash from 2019. Okay. The, the My second screen is broken, and it's really dark, so it's kind of hard to see. So I thought that was an old ECW. A- anyway, you get the point. RVD yeah. got a dump truck ass. That's the point. I mean, he's almost at dumper level. Dumper has to be a little bit bigger than that, I'd say. But back, back, back it up. Oh, Second shit. only to Rikishi. I mean, yeah, that's the travel cheeks right there, bro. 
Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Give respect to your tribal cheeks, baby. Man, you know, though, I feel bad for Rikishi because uh, I got a buddy of mine that's a heavy set dude, and I've seen how bruised he got on the sides trying to sit in an airplane. Oh. And, oh, man, I'm going to tell you, them airplane seats ain't made for big dudes. My poor buddy had a bruise all the way up his side. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him. Then we only had a few days till he had to go sit right back in it for another uh, fucking eight hours. And Oof. and then, but we got lucky because uh, they sent us on a uh, on a red eye flight, and there wasn't as many people on it. Like ever since they started letting them pack flights out, because you know, what, like I hadn't been on a pl- on a flight that wasn't packed full since two thousand and eight. Wow! But well, well, you know what they do is they oversell the tickets, thinking everybody won't show up or somebody. Yeah, else yeah, and they overbook and all this bullshit. And then if everybody shows up, they're like, "Well, we just won't board the plane until somebody gets on the next one." Yeah, and they hold you hostage. Pretty much. Well, uh, the second time uh, when we when we left Chicago that week and got back on the return flight. That was uh, the only time I've ever been on a plane that wasn't packed elbow to asshole. And they had a couple of seats in the front that they let him sit in that uh, didn't have the armrest. Okay. I mean, we all had our own aisles on the way back home. There was hardly anybody on that flight. Like everybody that was on the flight, about an hour in, everybody on this flight just abandoned this whole seating chart. And we all took our own aisle and was stretching out in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stretched out across three different seats because there's just plenty. Of, it was it wasn't it was an empty flight. And uh, courtesy of NBC, thank you on that private Shout jet. Show to the cock. <laughs> thank peacock. you, thank you, Peacock. Show to the cock, baby. Get your cock out. Yeah, get your cock on. <laughs> oh man, Conrad, Tom, you ever listen to Tony Schiavone? I mean, I used to, not as much now, here and there. Now that then he did that whole year of like 86 stuff. I'm like, I really don't care about this, but. Yeah, I didn't listen for that year either. I mean, I'd go back if I wanted to hear Tony. I'd get that kind of ruined the show for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 86 was the year I was born. So, I mean, in a way, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But that should have not been all they did. That was. No fun. Like, leave that shit on ad free shows. I don't want that. Yeah, do a spinoff. Yeah, do for all those old people who fucking pay for all that shit on ad free shows. I'm like, sure. Yeah, ad free shows is way too expensive to actually pay for. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. It's not worth I've it. I've looked into it. I've looked into it, but I mean, no streaming service is worth $40 a month. No, no thanks. Yeah, sorry, Conrad. I'm gonna yes. decline. So we could pay for Starcast Five and for Flair to have one more match. Dude, I wanted to go. <coughs> Starcast. I've never been to a Starcast. I really wanted to go, but they didn't give us enough warning. Yeah, it's just literally out of nowhere. It's like, oh yeah, we're doing it in Nashville at the end of July. I was like, fuck. Hmm. I sure wanted to check it out. Uh, but don't we got a music video we was gonna watch? You wouldn't let me play with the thingy over here on the screen earlier because you said I would spoil it. Yeah, so I randomly earlier today actually I had like this this thought. I was like, I don't know why was it. I don't know. Randomly, I was thinking of like rappers who did like rock music and shit before, 
And like, remember like MGK's claiming like, oh, whatever, I'm the fucking greatest rock star and shit because he's a fucking idiot. Um, he's a blood sucking vampire, literally. Um, so uh, I basically was like, wait, I remember there's a certain rapper who did try and uh, do like rap rock, not new metal, like totally like rap rock in a way. No um, I don't know if you heard this. Anyone's heard this Lil Wayne song. Remember this one when I was in grade eight or nine? <laughs> it's Little Wayne. Yes. Uh. <laughs> the music video is fucking ridiculous. And the song is actually really fucking stupid. <laughs> we have to torture ourselves a little bit before we get to the good shit. So I figured, why not? You know, like how people would say, like, Adam Sandler walks so Billie Eilish could run with the whole fucking dressing baggy and, like, fucking 4XL when you're like, this... <laughs> Little Wayne walks so MGK could have a fucking career after getting his ass bodied by another white guy. Don't be talking about MGK. Rick will show up. What is this? Like Defend his honor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. He drinks his girlfriend's fucking period blood, probably. Freak. I don't know. MGK, not Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, now. It's my buddy. Listen, He's I, I get it. You like his, I like his stuff. Like, I don't know, like his some of his punk shit's decent, but it's like too much now at a point. Like, I hate it. I, I think it know. all sounds the same. He had like a handful of good like stuff he did. Like that was it in this whole. I phase. hate to tell Rick how bad I dislike Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, he just annoys me now. Him and Megan Fox, I literally, I see them everywhere. I'm gonna like throw up in my mouth repeatedly. They're the worst. And people call that like relationship goals. I'm like, what are you six? That's like what happens when the line cook dates one of the servers. Yeah, it's what happens when a four gets a ten. That's what happens why when, money. <laughs> that's what happened when the meth when when the girl runs out of money for her meth addiction, mm-hmm. but her looks haven't gone yet, and yeah. she starts dating the meth dealer. Yeah, she finds like a Richard Branson type. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that was basically uh... relationships in the eighties. You find some chick who's desperate and like a drug lord who just wants to fuck anything with a pulse. And do cocaine yeah, off of it, obviously, yeah. too. And your point? Yeah. <laughs> so this is Lil Wayne's rock this and roll. Prom Queen by Lil Wayne. When he tried to incorporate rock into like one of his older albums. From like 08, 09. Oh, there's a hot girl. Yeah. But like... Little Wayne trying to be like this, like nerd, whatever, unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, okay. This guy didn't attend school. He was a drug dealer outside. Hang on, this is sampled. Boom, boom. What am I thinking of? (laughs) (laughs) What is this fucking? What is this music sampled from? I have to look it up. Is it actually sampled? I. I was doing like some research about it. But... This is sampled. It's gotta be. I hate uh, his voice. Yeah, it is like way too auto tuned, right? Like, a little bit auto tuned, whatever, but like, this, this is insane. I don't know if like. He was sipping too much fucking purple drink and coding or some shit. But like, Whoever bought this record was sipping way too much purple drink. That too. 
Oh god, this is terrible. Yeah, this is also kind of a shitty video. Wild prom, and it's like... Uh-oh, somebody get lucky. Yeah. But it's basically like, oh look, you didn't choose me for prom, and like, I'm fucking making money, and you got pregnant, you're a dumb bitch. Yeah, check you out. Becomes like biographical in this absence of the video. Man, it's been done to death at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah, bitch, everybody got rejected by some bitch. Now you're rich. Yeah. She not. Why are you keeping yeah. up with this bitch? <laughs> you famous, man. Why would you still keep up with this hometown bitch that pissed you off years ago? You know, it's really hard to think about that girl that pissed you off in high school when you're floating around in the hot air balloon. Man, this is awesome. Yeah, there's too much like camera shaking. I'm like, Jesus. There's Kevin too much Dunbar going on with the music. It has no kind of rhythm. Yeah. Fun fact: the members of Corn actually in the band there in this, this shot here. Maybe that's what I'm hearing then. Yeah. Well, this was produced by DJ Infamous and. Drew Carrera, who I, a bunch of hip-hop, I guess, people, I don't know. Never thought I'd hear a, Wayne, a Lil Wayne song with a guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah, there's auto-tune overload here. There's not even anything worth remembering or taking away from this, because it's just, it just sounds like shit. Yeah. And then he, like, rejects the chick. Oh, yeah, you want to come on stage? Fuck, yeah. He makes out some other chick, and then that's it. <laughs> God, I hate Lil Wayne. <laughs> that was that was some of his really weird shit. It's like that's cool. You want to try and incorporate like rock into another genre, but like do it properly. That was just like an auto tune mess of slime right there. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit to go down when you're anybody but Little Wayne. I would have preferred like new shitty, like the shittiest, like lowest level of new metal over that. Yeah, Little Wayne. That's what I said. <laughs> I don't know. It's better than Limp Biscuit. What? I don't know. I would take Limp Biscuit over this song. Uh, just shoot me. Why do I got to listen to anything? Why don't you just take it all away? Make it go away. Make it Can stop. you take it all away? I fucking hate that song. I don't even know who that is. It's Beauty Puddle of Mud? I hate Puddle of Mud. Okay, they had a handful of songs. Come on. I hate Puddle of Mud. Uh, are they the ones that sing, she fucking crazy. She, she fucking, fucking hates, hates me. Is yeah. that Puddle of Mud? Okay, That's yeah. I fucking, then I definitely <laughs> hate Puddle of Mud. I've always hated it. <laughs> Even when all my friends at school loved Puddle of Mud, I hated Puddle of Mud. Who else do I hate? Corn. Uh, never really cared for corn. I don't hate it much. Never really cared for. Them. I'm going to see them later this summer on my birthday, actually. Oh sweet! Um, I mean, they had, a, they had a couple of songs. I mean, I'm going to see Evanescence. If 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 so Evanescence nice. opens for Corn, I won't stick around for Corn. Yeah. If corn opens for Evanescence, I'll stick around, I guess. See yeah. 
kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Lil Wayne. We thought um, we went to see Blink-182 with Lil Wayne. And then Lil oh, Wayne yeah. no-showed. Yeah. Well, they did like a joint tour, but like he only appeared on like some dates, which is like weird. Yeah. He couldn't even yeah. come to Canada because he's a fucking felon. So. Yeah, he started acting like a little bitch halfway through the tour. Oh. Which, what a weird fucking tour anyway. Yeah, like, I get it, like, there may be, like, slight crossover between, like, you know, pop, punk, and hip-hop, but it's, like, very far and few in between. I feel like it's just, like, Blink-22's, like, let's just, like, try and do some different shit. Let's work with, like, anyone and everyone. Like, it's weird. I don't know. They didn't, like, yeah. they're trying to stay in, like, too many lanes. They're working with, like, EDM artists and shit, and, like, now they're, they're doing some, like, mashup with Lil Wayne. Well, then I get there and find out Tom ain't even in Blink-182 anymore. It's been like that for a while. I mean, I, I, went I didn't know him. that. Damn, I was like, who's this fucking guy? Get you, the fuck you off the stage. You missed the last two albums, then. Sitting there, and this dude walks out, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Y'all fucking stage. Trying to see Blink-182. Yeah, they got Skiba from Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio. Fuck him. Where's Tom? I can't even see Blink-182, not Blink-182 thirds. <laughs> Tom's his own his own uh, character, man. I mean, he he was his own reason basically for leaving Blink. Who knows? There's too many sides to that story. Is another whole I don't fucking care. thing. So figure it out. This ain't Guns and Roses. This is Blink 182. You have three people to manage. They'll figure Hold it out when they're like 55. I mean, who's your unless... HR manager? Fucking in this band, Team Brazil. They all have their own fucking managers. They're all fucked. <laughs> Team and now Brazil Travis Barker's like, married to a Kardashian, so he's set for life. He doesn't care. That's what they did. They hired uh, Beta and Fernando to uh, keep the peace in this band to kind of mediate the conversation. So that's why the band broke up. Bullshit. No, now, now they actually have responsibilities for someone else other than Guns N' Roses? Wow. So <laughs> they actually have to do work? I was kidding, but yeah, if we want to go They that can't route, just, can... you know, be like, bullshit? <laughs> What? Can't just play, play video games all the Yeah, Remember, can't just post misleading social media posts about bullshit. Oh yeah, you weren't there. Um can't just cock tease us with you know 30 second clips of that show from the true you should have released I was about by now. We used to talk about Fernando how he played FIFA all the time. Played what? FIFA, FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I think you made I think you made reference to that. Uh, good times, good times. Good times. Someone should like rewrite that ABBA song, Fernando, but make it about him. But it'd be like very scathing. <laughs> oh, you know who will show up? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. But, yeah, the Brazilian mafia, according to uh, <laughs> Robert Bird. <laughs> oh man, Brazilian mafia people. I think you're giving them way too much credit. Well, you think the ghost of Phil Spector will come and defend us? Hell yeah, he will. Especially if some cocaine hooker shows up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we turned him into a whole character on the show. I think you should appreciate that. We're, we're keeping his legacy alive at this point. We're the, fuck we're the only Spectre. people still talking about Phil fucking Spector. <laughs> I guarantee there's not another motherfucking podcast that his name has been mentioned on that wasn't about true crime. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, Disgraceland. 
Disgrace, I probably already had. I, yeah, I haven't listened to it in a while since he went exclusively to fucking Amazon. Yeah, I hadn't listened since he ignored all of our fucking emails. Yeah, Fuck you, Superstar. He's dude, that dude does like 70 other podcasts. He has that. He has 27 Club. Um, a few other ones he does. You know what he could have done? You know what Sven did when I what? emailed Sven about coming on my podcast? He said no. He replied and said thank you for the invite but unfortunately and, and you know what he, he didn't have to say shit this guy just ignored us i don't like being ignored tom zutot told me <laughs> no but he said told me something <laughs> i like to be fucking respected I need to close this out rob van damme's ass is still on the other screen and it's distracting <laughs> yeah stop getting distracted before we get into our song review this week Man, this came out on the box set. We're going to listen to Shadow of Your Love. It's a brand new Guns N' Roses song that came out in 2017, I think, and never before then, ever. Yeah, literally. Never came out before then at all. It was recorded in 2016, uh, written in 2015, and it's a brand new song. <laughs> this is a brand new song, god damn it. Yeah. Axel Axel found a notebook from like the mid eighties in a closet somewhere in his like five thousand square foot man. No, he didn't. This motherfucker stumbled upon an old Hollywood Rose C D and was like, huh, there might be something on this we could Yeah, out. the one C D he tried to fucking sue block the release of and sue them. He's like, oh well I might as well just, you know take some material here. I mean, might as well. Might as well. <laughs> My Don't we have know. a Hollywood Rose song still floating around in the... I think so. Well, I, I know on that Roots of... I gotta look up Roots of Hollywood Rose. Hang on. Uh, I'm curious. Because I'm pretty sure we have a Hollywood Rose song still floating around in the wheel. Yeah. Before we get into it, let me actually look that up. Hang on. Because there was that one album, that 04 album with the demos and shit. Because technically, so, we could count Shadow of Your Love as a Hollywood Rose song, I guess. I mean, if you want to compare both versions. but uh, I don't want to do that. We talked about that last week, and I just don't. I, I, I don't want to listen to the same. I don't like listening to the same shit three or four times on here. Yeah, I'm trying to see. We did Killing Time. I remember we did that one. We've got the official release. We'll listen to the official release the way they wanted us to hear it. We'll yeah. review that. If we get to a song they hadn't released, well, we'll listen to what we listen to. There's, there's actually one here on this Roots of Hollywood Rose album. We got to do that's a it's called Rocker. I think that's the only one because Killing Time we did Anything Goes was eventually turned into a GNR song. So Shout Out Your Love and then Reckless Life too. Have we done Anything Goes yet? We have done that. That was like episode fifty something, I think. Huh? Yeah, it was one of the Not earlier songs we covered. From. Yeah, so we should have Rocker by Hollywood Rose. I don't know if that'll ever come up, but that's it, really. I think Hollywood Rose. But when Rocker comes up, we will. You think we'll finish an album before we do every song by Hollywood Rose? Uh, probably. So is that it? Is Rocker after we cover Shadow of Your Love tonight? Is Rocker the only one left from Hollywood Rose? Yeah, from that huh. Roots of Hollywood Rose album because it's just five songs, but it's they remix some some Gilby Clark remixed those five songs, and they had some other guy remix those five songs again. It's like, okay, why? <laughs> I remember sure. that was a weird album. Yeah, I'm like, just release an EP. Like, that's it. I think that was the only ones they actually recorded for like a demo. And then 
Guns and Roses happened. So, fuck that. Well, at least it ain't rapid fire. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're getting due here. Yeah, we've we still got three more songs of rapid fire to cover. We only did two. We got three more. Oh, there's still. only three left. Yeah, because that was another five song EP. Huh. I was thinking there was like ten, and we just been getting lucky. We haven't listened to Rapid Fire in two years. Yeah, it's been a while. Season one. Literally, season one. That yeah. Yeah, that's been there since. That was it. All of season two, no Rapid Fire ever came up. Yeah. So far. I mean, we're about halfway through season three. Roughly. I think we're we're, we're like two thirds. I think September will be hitting yeah. the end of season three. So we're about 60 to 70 percent of the way through oh man we're closer than i thought we was oh yeah maybe we'll get through uh more than one season of me sitting in the same place hopefully yeah because your locales keep changing and mine just keeps staying the fucking same <laughs> yeah <laughs> same old shit same old shit <laughs> uh, come about december i'll be looking for another place to live and then we'll be i'll oh, be God, doing the show it. on my phone again like <laughs> This roving traveler thing. That <laughs> uh, is what, what it I is. do. Exactly, man. Be what it be. Let's listen to Shadow of Your Love. Let's do the song. All right. I hope this works because now I'm looking at the file. I tried to like download the MP4 here. No, it's saying uh-huh. I don't think it's. Let's see. I hope it. This is the one. Damn this it, Christopher. I don't know, man. These things want to do shit. Damn it, Caputo. Loosen up, you guys. Oh, this is the scrapbook version. Oh, that was all it downloaded. All right, well, let's get into ratings. Uh, (laughs) actually, hang on, I do have this on vinyl. The single, I actually should probably, um, yeah, so it didn't download properly. That's a good thing I'm re downloading it right now because I saw that. I was like, fuck, in the meantime, though, hang on, I'll give you a special surprise. For for those listening to the, the watching the video version on Spotify, you're gonna get a little surprise here. Hang on a second, guys. You should be anyway. We'll let Caputo open his because mine's still sealed. I've never opened mine. Oh wow, we're matching. Is this the, <laughs> the same one? This is literally the same one. Yeah, this was Record Store Day, Black Friday, the red seven inch of uh, Shadow Love. Have we done move to the city? We have not done that. We've done barely any of like <clears throat> lies. I think we only did Reckless Life and Patience. And one other song I think we did for huh. I don't know. That's about it. Well, yeah. Is yours open? Because I never open mine. I keep my Well, I never open mine either, so So this could be diamond plated on the fucking inside and we'll never know. Yeah. Well it <laughs> says red. It says exclusive red mine has a sticker, it says red seven inch. So I assume it's red. Oh, that's what mine says. I've never noticed that before. Limited edition. Very nice. Got the naked woman. Hang on. Yeah, and the silhouette there. Going, if that'll help. Yeah. Yeah, the literally the exact same. <laughs> We're twins. <laughs> My buddy Leslie Jones at Rockstar Records in Tupelo, Mississippi saved this for me. And when I came to visit, he was like, man, hang on a damn minute. I got something for you. Yeah. Shout out Leslie Jones. Actually, remind me, we did shut him out on getting dizzy with it. Did we? I think so, because you mentioned that, like, you could find the dizzy record there, but it's like, you sell it for 20 bucks, which I think is a little much. <laughs> yeah, 
He ain't never got nothing nice to say about me, but I've always got nice things to say about him. As not most people in life. <laughs> so, I anyways, love we'll, Leslie. Before we uh, we'll get into some more technical stuff here because it does have like a little bit of stuff on the back of here. About shouting oh, yeah. love, produced, engineered by Mike Clink, recorded at Rumble Recorders in Canoga Park, California, in November of 1986. Uh, mixed later on by Chris Lord Alge, CLA. How much later? February 2018. <laughs> Just in time for the nice box set. We're about a year too late, but fuck it. When was this released? What was the thing? I was seeing there was a uh, Guns N' Roses uh, fan site that had like some kind of new Not In This Lifetime CD on shelves in a fucking different language. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't see that. It's probably some bootleg. Well, it was on shelves and it was sealed and it had the whole display like the standee. Yeah. So this finally took fucking... Yeah. Shout Out Your Love released the B-side in 87, then released nearly 30 years later. Once again? Really? Actually, actually, 31 years later almost. Yeah. We're just going to sing it to you folks today. Yeah. So thing ain't working. No. two minutes. It's coming two, three minutes. Oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Who that Vince Neil on the line here? He just, did he just uh, shove shove himself through the airwaves? <laughs> I was gonna say I think he's too fat to do that, but he 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 fuck you, Capel! You son of a bitch! You Mexican bastard! Why don't you just fucking eat a dick? Don't choke on a dick, Capel! Are you sure you haven't choked on your bandmates' dicks yet? <laughs> yes, what goes on behind closed doors at a minor crew rehearsal is none of your fucking business. Yeah, okay. Keep cucking Tom Zutat. It's okay. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Get him out of here. Fuck that shit. Oh, come on. Don't fail me now, Internet. <laughs> we're having some technical difficulties. Yeah. Don't worry. We're trying to entertain people with facts about the song before we actually get into the song. So For the first we're- time ever on this show. <laughs> We usually do it during the recording. Wow, I actually didn't know this. This was Shattered Your Love was included in the reissue of Greatest Hits. Really? Which I think Greatest Hits is somehow still like in the Billboard charts after like 13 years. It's Yeah, it's never been out of the Billboard charts. That's the it's only GMR CD that the, the casuals like to buy. I still don't own that record. Oh, fuck that. I would never buy that record. That was only there just because they didn't release Chidem in the mid-2000s. This is the single weirdest record I've got. What the fuck is that? It's interviews. Oh, oh, it was probably look, ripped, like it probably just this, rock line, dude. This is the fucking record. The like you take this out. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I don't take it out much. And this is the record. This is a record. Look, you put it on your record player just like this, and this this is there's the grooves. This is the record. It's just a vinyl of audio interviews. Wow. That's interesting. But it's, I bought it something. because 
I've never seen another record that was like this is the record. Like this picture is the record. <laughs> like, oh, fuck for real. Yeah. Like look. That's this what is I was the picture. You. See, see the hole? Yeah. Yeah, you put Oh, you the whole thing it. is that what the fuck? Yeah, this is the record. I'm holding the record in my hand. Like this is it. Wild. That's why I bought it. You just take this and you lay it on the record. Oh, and the side that looks stupid. like it might be a record don't have anything on it. This is the <laughs> interesting. Okay. And um, then it, yeah, it spins yeah. just like this, and then it plays directly from this. This is the record. Sweet. Okay. That's the probably the weirdest thing I've got in my GNR collection, other than a toy truck I bought once. But <laughs> who knows what anybody was fucking thinking? <laughs> Maybe a children's book. <laughs> Or a laundry bag? <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah. right now, Dustin Bones, it's time. We got it ready. We got it is it finally here. time? It is finally time. We we kind of cock-teased our audience about five minutes ago. But let's get right into it. It happens, folks. Yeah. Listen up, you guys. Listen up, motherfuckers. Yeah. Listen, to, listen to Duff, guys. We're going to do some punk rock shit. And, uh... <laughs> No, Duff. Wrong album. <laughs> God damn it, Duff. It's not 93. We don't need material that bad. <laughs> oh, is that Izzy? <laughs> <laughs> I want that as a gift. Yeah, it's the fucking Mohawk there. Oh, look, it's, it's a, a thumping logo. This looks like a heartbeat. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, see? What did I tell you? <laughs> There it is. I love this song. Okay, can you name every show that this picture was from? Oh, I don't know. It's all from like 2016, probably. That's when we were playing stadiums. It's 2017, they just did like. Hockey arenas. Oh yeah, I remember him doing a lot of hockey. They did a lot of like hockey, basketball arenas. This is all like the baseball, football stadium. That was when the first round of the not in this lifetime. Turns out all these pitchers are from the same show. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's just like various things in. Uh, Flash wearing a blouse in that photo. Wouldn't be surprised if Charlie gets under Harry Styles. <laughs> As I keep seeing Duff in the same shirt. Okay, Duff just wears anything that's sleeveless. Yeah, bro, I gotta show off my fucking traps. You gotta show the guns, man. Sun's out, guns out. Bro, Duff, take your shirt off. You don't have a six pack. Don't, don't hide from Don't hide from the ladies. I don't know how Slash got that dad body rocking now. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, as long as you can still do a handstand, it's pretty cool. As long as I can play guitar, that's all I care that about. too. Yeah. I mean, I like, like, he used to do, like, handstands yeah. randomly at the end of shows and shit. That was pretty fun. He always seemed nice to me, but, I mean, he was definitely lying about those contracts. I'm just sad it took so long for it to come out, and then nobody believed. Uh... Did that put leak publicly, those contracts? To my knowledge, I don't know. I can't remember if that leaked publicly or somebody sent us that. Never, never standing in the Because, you know, people do send us shit. We don't ask for it all the time. Oh, yeah. Keep sending us shit. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. I'll look at it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll talk about it on the air, depending on what it is. That's true. <clears throat> oh, look, look, there's Izzy. I think Melissa Reese for him. Yeah, and Izzy was there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the sign, Izzy was here, was there. <laughs> Not the actual man himself. Oh, oh wait. Izzy looks young. Damn, Izzy all got all tatted up. What did he go to prison? And why does he have no ass? It's the <laughs> opposite of Rob Van Dam. <laughs> I don't look at a lot of dude butts, but every now and then one will get my attention, like Rob Van yeah. Dam or Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> Not Izzy Stradlin, uh, Richard Ford. Yeah, okay. Dude's got like the Miata of ass. It's nothing. <laughs> it curves the wrong way. Like most asses curve out. His curves in. <laughs> He's got the eight cups of ass. He's got uh it's it's like a like a sinkhole. <laughs> his 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 ass does what your cheeks do when you're trying to drink a sonic milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Another classic episode of Guns and Radio. The ass episode of Guns and Radio, to be precise. We talked about asses for like, what did we talk about? No, we talked about shitting on the line. Yeah, that was the, the, the live stream. It took the first <laughs> 15 minutes to talk about the, the craziest place to shit in. That's because we were sitting there laughing and talking like dudes all together. And I was like, man, this, like, is better. This, is, um, this is better material. Yeah, I was like, should we intro this or what's going on here? <laughs> So I went ahead and hit record because that was a funny conversation. And I'm glad I did it. Made that oh, whole yeah. episode. Hell yeah. Um, before we get into reviewing the stuff, hang on. I'll throw in some more facts, actually, about Shadow of Your Love. Hit us with some Shadow facts. Uh, as we mentioned, yeah, it was released as a B-side in 87, then you know, re-released in 2018. Um, what was it a B-side on? Uh, on oh, oh, hang on. I have the thing here. So um, B-side on the It's So Easy Mr. Brownstone 12-inch single. Okay. It was a quote-unquote full live version of the song with overdubbed crowd noise on the studio track. And then there's a different recording. Yeah, sorry. Is this from Live Like a Suicide? It was an outtake from Live Like a Suicide. And then that same version was released on Live from the Jungle EP that was released only in Japan. Right on. Which then, um, also a different recording, was released as a B-side on Live and Let Die single 91, which basically ended up being the 1986 Sound City session that we got in the the AFD deluxe box set shit. This, yeah. Well, no, no. This is like the, I guess the alternative take, like the new studio version. I guess. I got you. Allegedly, but like it feels like it's been definitely worked on and tuned up. So eh, it doesn't sound like it's from '87. It sounds like it's from like 2017. That drummer sounds a lot like Frank. Yeah, it sounds a lot like some guys understudy that used to be in the band like 15 years ago. Let me put he it had this one way. name. I think that everybody featured in the photos of this music video was recorded for this track, and then they didn't tell nobody. I mean, you can definitely say that for Axel Slash and Duff because they recorded their shit 30 years before this track came out. I think Richard Fortas is in it. 
Probably. They probably overdubbed some of Fortis, like they overdubbed Tobias on Sympathy for the Devil. And speaking of Paul Tobias, he's actually credited as a writer on this song, which is fucking insane. Huh. Yeah, Paul, Paul Tobias. Tobias? Was Paul around Tobias. for Shadow of Your Love. It was written by Axel Rose, Izzy Stradlin, and Paul Tobias. But yeah, Paul huh. Tobias was Axel's childhood friend. They grew up together and did shit. Oh, that's right. Paul's been around a lot longer than we remember. Yeah. Well, this is also the first track GNR ever rehearsed together for um, the eventual producer of Appetite, Mike Klink. Um, Steven Adler, I think, told us a good story about this one. Uh, Axel showed up late. We were playing the song, and right in the middle of the song, Axel showed up, he grabbed the mic and was running up and down the wall screaming. I thought, this is the greatest thing ever. We knew right then what we had. <laughs> Little and did we know out. he'd be late every day. Yeah. <laughs> and even Steven Adler gets a shout out on this episode. Ah, Steven. Even Steven. <sighs> Poor Steven. <clears throat> he doesn't get enough credit. Well, you want to review the song? Do yeah, our final get thoughts. Right into it. Who do yeah, you, you want to go first? You know what? I'll let you go first. Because I think I went first the last time or one before. Whatever. I'll let you go first on this one. All right. Lyrically, when it comes to Shadow of Your Love, it is mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorite GNR tracks. Uh, it's a fun song to sing when it comes on the radio. To my Jaden Kelly. Like, all that shit I did. That yeah. shit's just fun. Get your Mickey on, bro. I'm not trying to campfire that I talked about. I mean, it's crazy because it also kind of sounds like the studio recording, and it also sounds like Axel doing it live right now. Make that perfect mix. <laughs> All right, is the best song he does live now. It's uh, I love singing this song. I love when the song comes on the radio and I'm riding down the road and shit. It's 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 just a fun song to belt out while you're cruising and everything's got a great guitar uh mix to it um i mean there really ain't a version of the song i don't like i've always liked this song it's always been one of the ones that's had a special place in my heart um when it finally got released the way it got released i was uh excited to get my hands on this i ain't gonna lie and uh it 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 really did kind of feel like you know this is something we should have had all along and when it did get released i was like huh it's never been celebrated like it was uh and i guess 2018 or whenever so that was uh was it yeah 2018 huh this is 2018 we finally got this i was thinking it was like um huh well anyway i love the number five of the mainstream rock charts so people still cared about music back then or at least oh yeah this was released yeah care about new gnr I'm going to get some shit from it. I know I'm going to get some shit for it. I got to give this one a five, too. Perfect score. All right. Love it. It's my kind of music. Yeah. You ain't got to agree with me. Absolutely. But no, but I actually am going to agree with you on this one because, like, this is this is one of those songs I think would have totally worked on Appetite for Destruction. Like, uh, in some way, some form or another, this is, like, the epitome of that album. You know, fast-paced, like, punk rock mixed with elements of like hard rock style um this is fucking good man and despite whatever rumors beliefs whatever that you know other musicians and rumors of the band we record on it i mean it still sounds fucking awesome i would recommend for everyone here to re-listen to that 1986 sound city session version just to hear axel with that intro going wake up it's time to play i'm like that's oh, yeah. fucking sick 
I love that. But, um, dude, this overall is going to get a 5 out of 5 for me. It perfectly epitomizes what Appetite for Destruction was about. It's fast, fast-paced, like, punk rock mixed with uh, elements of, like, hard rock and a little bit of that, like, 80s glam heavy metal in there, too. Good shit. This was, would have been perfect as a bonus track on the album. It, it should have made the album, honestly. Now that I think about it, this should have been on AFD. I agree. Would have been rad at home. Definitely. More on the G side than the R side, but still. Did we lose Caputo? No, I'm still here. <clears throat> no, we lost me. No, you're, I still hear you. What the hell's going on? I, I don't know. I Uh-oh. Really, you guys are about to end this episode. This shit happens. Piece of shit. God damn it. Oh, I'm here. You're back for a second. Am I here? Hello? Oh, okay. Good, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can see you waving your arms like a whack inflatable arm cube man. Over there. <laughs> whack inflatable arms. <laughs> Hi, I'm Al Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck, let's spin the wheel before it kicks us off all together. Piece of shit. Yeah, before this ends in more chaos. Let's hit it. <laughs> Sugar cane by Slash. All right. Sugar okay. cane. We're getting more into that um, Living the Dream album then. I think it's the third song we covered from there. I don't know. I'm yeah, not... we did Serve You Right. I think a few weeks ago we did uh, The One You Loved Is Gone. And now we're doing uh, Sugar Cane from that album. Right on. Well, I'm, so excited we go, to, I'm excited to be checking this out. It's going to be good shit. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Some uh, some more SMKC yeah. I'm always down for, so... Always. Always. Always indeed. And uh, folks, we have... Oh, God. StreamYard. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why is there much in the show? So I'm just going to go ahead and say thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Guns and Radio Podcast. Be sure to come back on... Oh, oh Caputo's here. Oh, there we go. Still here, yeah. There we go. Okay. I don't know what the fuck. I hate this fucking computer. Anyway, be sure to come back on Saturday for an all new episode of Getting Dizzy. Well, new new to you and newish. Yeah. All new episode of Getting Dizzy with it. Stay tuned to the feed when the Dusty Birchwell show drops, when it drops. I don't guarantee one way or the other uh, anything on that front. But uh, yeah, we got plenty of content coming to you on this feed all week long. We hope you will be here for it. And uh, be down to party with your boys, Dustin Bones and Chris Caputo. And uh, be sure to come back for Sugar Cane next week by Slash. I'm sure that's going to be a good song. Until then, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Um, the, we keep rolling on here. Getting Dizzy with it Season 1 is almost done. So keep staying tuned to Saturday. Getting Dizzy with it Season 2 is coming up very soon. But until then, until we see you, 
uh, next Monday. I must bid you farewell and adieu. Peace out. Stay safe and keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on, on rocking in the free on Spotify. world. <laughs> da, 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 da. You can watch this on Spotify, but not Neil Young, but fuck him anyways. Yeah, yeah. It's not like his music's any good any fucking.